Check. Check, 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 One, two. One, two. Hello, hello. One, two. Buckle my shoe. Three, four. Go. We're live. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Coffee Talk. I'm here with Joe and Father Paul. And, uh, hey, everybody. We're, do you guys have coffee? Nope. I don't have coffee either. I just have oh. McDonald's unsweetened tea. I did just drink water. Well, it's something. Today yeah, is sorry, coffee-less If I drink another talk. coffee, uh, whew, I'm <laughs> I'll have to open up the windows of the rectory so I can bounce right outside. This is a major oversight. No coffee, coffee talk. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. You know what? We're just good. You know, we're just going to close it down. <laughs> sorry, guys. Thanks. Sorry. Thanks for... Wait doing... 10 minutes. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, hey, so today we're going to be talking about freedom. We're going to be talking about the joys of freedom and what... We're going to keep it kind of light today because there's a lot of grindy stuff going on outside. What we're going to do is we're going to just kind of focus a little bit beyond of what we're going to do when this is all said and done. Um, and actually, this kind of hits in two ways. One, we're going to be finishing up Exodus 90 this week. Um, so there's a certain amount of freedom that's going to come with that. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't want to say that as if we're slaves right now right but because this whole thing is about journeying through and um finding freedom from the distractions of the world but there is also a, a loosening that comes with that in certain ways right in certain ways um, but also talking about after we're done being quarantined you know what are you looking forward to the most being on the other side and for those of you who are uh jumping on in here um let us know just Fire on in there and say, hey, here's what I'm looking forward to when this is all done and over with. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, we're going to kick that around for a little bit. If we get off the rails, that's just how it is. So uh, who wants to start? Let's start with Exodus first. Okay. Let's talk talk about that. Um, so we're just about done. It has for those who may not know what Exodus is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah bring the people up. So... Um, the, the program we're going through, Exodus 90. Uh, 90 referring to the length of time, so days. And Exodus referring to, you know, coming referring out of the length. Ooh, whoop, my voice. Whoop. No. So it, Exodus, you know, the book Exodus in the Bible, book number two in the lineup. Um, but also the Exodus from Egypt. And also an own personal Exodus from those things which keep us from God. And keep us enslaved. So um, the program itself was started actually as a, as a seminary formation program. And then some of the guys who were involved in that original Exodus 90, before it was Exodus 90, um, discerned out of the seminary and asked if they could take this and bring it to the rest of the world. And so it's been pared down and reset a little bit for, you know, use in a common daily life outside of a seminary situation. Um and we go through it. Um, the asceticism prayer that's involved with it, um, part of that is involved, you know, um, there's fasting. We um, abstain from meat on Wednesdays and Fridays during that 90-day period. Um, on Wednesdays and Fridays, you fast. So the understanding of the church of fasting currently is that um, you eat one uh, meal and then two smaller um, consumptions that do not add up to one meal worth of food. Mm -hmm. um, 
Along with that, there's also exercising. Um, the current Exodus program has three days at least during the week of intense exercise. Um, you cut out all sugar, um, all sweets. What else am I forgetting there? Alcohol. Alcohol, no alcohol. Um, you can only really drink um, black coffee, black tea, milk, um, stuff like that. Water. Water. Um, water. <laughs> um, saving grace uh, for us in, in our Exodus 90 fraternity. Fraternity is a really important aspect of it, um, is that we drink seltzer water, which has no sugar in it. It's naturally flavored. Um, so it's, that's a saving grace. You get a little bit of flavor in that. Um, and then on top of that, uh, prayer every day. And it's really diving into a prayer life. Mm -hmm. Daily holy hour, um, daily reading of scripture, specifically Exodus, but it's encouraged to read other scriptures. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, no electronics um, unless you're working. So I think uh, for us, that's been an interesting thing because we use a lot of digital things in our daily life and how to, um, you know, set aside the phone, um, no TV, no movies, etc. And then um, on Sundays and solemnities, you do get one indulgence. Um, so you can choose to uh, take that warm. Oh, I didn't mention the showers. I was going to say cold um. showers. I have not had a warm shower in 80 83 days? 84 days? How many days are we from Easter? Five days. Five uh, days from Easter. <laughs> Another 20? 85 days. No! I have gone 85 days without a warm shower. And I'm not talking like, oh, yeah, you know, it's, it's lukewarm. No, I'm talking like you turn on the faucet half an inch and it's straight ice water. So cold shower. Yeah. Um, 85 my, days. Uh, my nozzles come out ice cubes. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going back to cold showers. When I'm yeah, it's not something you no. <laughs> take on willingly. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about the things that I'm going to continue on moving beyond Exodus. Um, I, I actually have really been enjoying doing the um, the fastings on Wednesdays and Fridays. I yeah. think I'm going to continue doing that. Um, cold showers. Day 91 Easter. It's going to be steam. There's going to be steam. Oh, yeah. From now until there's the end of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, unless I'm crazy enough to do Exodus again. Um, but so, know, my thought with that is I think, Mike, I can do 40 days of this maybe. I think I'm going to take some of the stuff I learned from Exodus 90 and bring it into my Lenten fasting. Mm -hmm. um, 40 days is doable, but once you bring it out like to 90, mm -hmm. that's tough. And one of the rationales behind 90 days, too, is that it takes 90 days to form a habit mm -hmm. and uh, a good habit. And so after 90 days, you know, you form these good habits of, you know, not having to be attached to these things like, uh, like media, especially. That's a huge thing for our culture nowadays. Like, I mean, we live half of our lives on in the internet, maybe even more for some people. And so to be able to say, you know what, that's not something that's required for my human living. Mm -hmm. But but to be able to use media as a tool, which is something that we're, we've been, that's like hashtag coronavirus. I mean, yeah, right. just thinking, I mean, media has been a tool reaching out to our, 
parishioners reaching out to everybody out there through with a live teen life teen and everything so um exodus 90 has definitely helped with that too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well what are you looking forward to day 91 what like what's the thing you're going to enjoy the most on easter mm. to celebrate post exodus yeah there there are a couple things that i'm looking forward to easter right after the easter vigil we normally have a little rectory party with uh with some nice libations uh, i'll be i'll be very happy about that um and then also with you know all that traditional polish easter food very mm -hmm. excited about that too um so definitely kind of uh treating treating ourselves in that way um but the thing about look for looking forward to day 91 um is so important to be able to say why are we doing this ex exodus 90 not just to deprive ourselves but to be able to get somewhere you know so i am looking forward to you know uh we're continually called to be molded more and more into christ and i'm hoping that you know day 91 will be able to do that that um you know what i will be able to say no to that second cookie and just have one mm -hmm. you know or uh or just say you know what i'm going to limit myself to 20 minutes on social media and then that's it and then i'm off you know and then gonna do something productive <clears throat> you know things like that putting limits on things and because so often it's so easy to uh, convince ourselves that I need this. Oh, I need to relax in this way. But, you know, Exodus 90 kind of compels you to be creative with your time. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm hoping to to continue that. Like the amount of books that I've read the past few months, as well as even like the art that I've been doing, you know, playing more music, you know, and board games, lots and lots of board games. Um, that's been awesome. I've loved it. Um, and I feel much more fulfilled in a recreation type of way than in, than I was before Exodus 90. Mm. Anything, Joe? Well, I think the only thing I have not indulged in, um, not the only thing, you know, there's been other things that I haven't, you know, indulged in, but the one that really is on my mind is um, the shower. That I, you know... I, I I couldn't bring myself to say, okay, my indulgence is going to be. <laughs> God oh, bless you. That was good, you Thank know, God. coverage and everything. It, yes. was, it was perfect. <laughs> it was right in the elbow. elbow. Right <laughs> in the elbow. <laughs> so I, I will say that, that shower. Um, but even then. I don't think it's going to be like a full-on steam. I don't. I don't think I could do that. I think I'd be like, "Oh my gosh, it's so hot!" <laughs> um, and even that that idea of okay, I'm taking shorter showers. Um, you know, I turn the water on and off um, throughout my shower. It's a wet off, rinse done. You know, it's a it's a quick thing, and. and being aware of that is a thing. We're blessed here with water mm -hmm. in, in, you know, Western New York, but that's not the case for a lot of people. And being aware of that, I think also um, day ninety one, um, going into it with a mindset of, I've grown in in a sense of being able to say no, 
of being able to be disciplined and to go about things intentionally and really think them through uh, of saying, okay, which is the greater of these things, even though I want both and why don't I just go for one and come back to something else later. Mm. About uh, preserving the water. I think the planet has something to say to you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> what, and, and I've been thinking about it because the last time I did, you know, short showers like this and, and really was aware of it, I was in Mexico. When you're in Mexico, I, you really see it. People literally, their water, unless you live in the high-end districts, which a huge percent of the population does not, their water consists of a rainwater tank. And Mexico, it can be an arid place. So you think, okay, rainwater tank. And then everybody has a tiny little boiler attached to the house. I mean, we've got these huge hunking boilers in our houses. In Mexico, you got a tiny water boiler. You have to light it yourself and then go back in, wait for the water to warm up, and then use what water is in that hot water tank. Mm -hmm. And if you use it all up, you're, you're not in a good place. So, I mean, it, it made me think back to that experience. And, um, and the other thing, I like thinking in the shower. It, it's something aimless. And a lot of people will go, oh, I've got an idea, but I got to take, you know, I'm going to go relax in the shower, take a, a 10, you know, 20 minute shower and, and do my hair. And it's like, first of all, I don't have that many hair, hair to do, but I can be in and out and use that time in a better way um, rather than just ambling and thoughtless thinking I can really use that extra time for something good. Hmm. Also, something I didn't mention is sleep, the mm. sleep aspect, the suggested getting seven hours of sleep. That was it's something with Exodus. It's it's not a taking away. It's a making sure you get the rest you need. I mm. think that that's an important one because how many times do we go about um, our lives without really taking that proper self care to make sure we're good so that we can do good? Mm. Have you been feeling that through Exodus? Have you been getting better sleep, more sleep? I was early on. <clears throat> I don't know about you. Yeah, I think I was a little bit more conscious of that in the beginning of Exodus rather than later. But uh, I mean, that's something that I still strive for, you know, having the at least six to seven hours of sleep. Mm. Mm. Hey, Joe, Maddie here, Madeline says, I did the same thing on my mission trip to the DR. Yeah. Nice. I'm guessing she's talking about the showers. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, but where, where did she go? Dominican Republic. Oh, Dominican Republic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's awesome. And it, you're right. I mean, it does change your perspective a little bit. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't been down to Mexico. I haven't seen those types of showers. <clears throat> but being here, I mean, you certainly realize that when you like, I I love hot showers. You know, mm -hmm. so I, I'll sit in there for 20 minutes, no problem. Um, but when you go without and all of a sudden now you're down to like a five minute shower, you're in and you're out. I mean, you're just, you're moving beyond that comfort. Mm 
mm-hmm. you know, and every time I'm jumping in there, especially when it's the colder season, we got started in January and those pipes get cold. Oh, you yeah. know, I mean, they're cold, you know, and so you're taking that into prayer with you. You're saying, all right, Lord, I hate the cold shower, but I'm lifting this up on behalf of the Exodus guys, mm-hmm. you know, and it's the same thing with fasting, you know, because we're praying for each other throughout the whole thing. We're praying for all the guys that are going through Exodus 90 here in the country. And we're lifting those guys, these guys, our guys all up in prayer. Um, and you're using a lot of these moments um, and you're just, you're taking that discomfort and just handing it over, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I think there's a lot of fruit from that. And this, this year was actually the easiest of the showers for me. The last two years, it was just like, I hated Mm-hmm. the cold showers i just i hated it couldn't get on board with them did it hated it this year was a little lighter for me mm. you know I, I felt better uh i didn't feel as gritty about it you know i still kind of went in I, it's not something i enjoyed but um certainly not the challenge that it once was so you feel that burden kind of loosen up i have a little it. reflection on cold showers too i i think that there's an element of it where you, there's the anticipation of discomfort. Mm-hmm. When I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, well, I have to. Well, I want to be presentable as when I, go to, when I go to the office today, I have to take a shower. So there's this anticipation like, oh, no, I have to do this. And then, and then the moment that you hesitate, you can stand there for a long time yeah. before you finally get in. Until until finally you uh, there's there's an element of like you know what just jump into what's uncomfortable, just do it, and uh, and I think that that's a life lesson that I'll take from cold showers. You know, there are a lot going to be a lot of uncomfortable <clears throat> things, but you know what, it, our the our goal is not to avoid them, but to be able to encounter them, mm-hmm. and and it, it it's not going to be comfortable, it's not going to be nice, but you know what. You, you're going to be happy that you've encountered that uncomfortability rather than avoiding it. Because I've, I've done that so many times in my life where I'll procrastinate on things and I avoid a conversation that a certain, you know, those conversations they have to have with people. I postpone that until finally it like gets too big and you're like, oh man, it's time. It's time. And, uh, Whereas, you know, like if I talked about this last week with this person, it would have been much easier than now, mm-hmm. you know? That's my reflection on cold showers. Mm. I've thought about this deeply outside of the shower. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so maybe changing gears here. Past quarantine. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that's. Sooner rather than later. Sooner rather than later. But let's just say the summer. You know, we're kind of off doing our things. Not an actual prediction. Don't look back at this video and wait for it and be like, yeah, I had him. That was not correct. We don't know. We don't, yeah, we don't know. We can hope. We can hope. But um, so what do we want to be able to do this summer? What are you looking forward to getting out and doing? We get the green light, go ahead, get back into it. What happens first? What do you do? And I want to hear your responses too. 
So what do you got? Oh, definitely. We're in really interested in what you have to say about this. Yes. Um, I think, first of all. What's it? We are, yes. I... I'll be sold. <laughs> um, they, they are waxing, or they were going to be waxing today. So I don't know if they've done that already. No, we, we were told not to do that. Well, anyways. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, so, what do you <laughs> First of all, I would say, I mean... The thing that we're lacking most of all is just face-to-face -face communication with people, mm. whether it be with family or friends. Man, first thing that we've got to do as a church community is just get together and have a huge party. Um, I, I'm, I'm already picturing what that first mass is going to look like after the coronavirus and about everybody getting together for the first time. And then... Uh, uh, maybe some people will still have some apprehensions at that point, but still it will be a moment of celebration, realizing that, you know what, um, you know, we're, we've realized how much uh, we're called to be a community. And right now it's hard to be a community. Um, we're a virtual community, but it's, uh, it's different. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's what I, um, out of my almost two years of priesthood now, Something that I almost took for granted from the very beginning is just having a congregation, mm. you know, just having somebody there. And then all of a sudden when it's not there, you're like, whoa, that this is, this is, you know, you realize the importance of the unity of our church. Like I've, that's something I've been reflecting on a lot recently too, uh, about the beauty of community. Um, so, yeah, I think certainly... First thing after quarantine is let's get together. Let's in, uh, let's enjoy each other. You know, I certainly am feeling that as well. Um, you know, in particular with with my family. You know, of of not going to see my parents or just you know stopping to see my siblings or anything like that. Um, that that's feeling missed. Um, I think even just getting out and doing things like just running off to the mall, you know, or uh, who knows? I mean, even just joining the kids out to the library, you know, when they have their library, like Ani takes the kids out to, you know, a library class once a week or Chick-fil-A story time, you know, things like that. Um, those, those are things that are certainly being felt at the house. You mm -hmm. know, and I, I know Ani's missing them. Because she's cooped up with the kids right now. And that's uh, and that's draining because you can get out, you can burn, let the kids burn some energy, let them socialize a little bit, but you kind of have to just entertain them all day, you know. Just, mm -hmm. You know, there's there's only so much you can do with them you know, before they just start driving you crazy. You know, sorry for you kids at home, but kids drive their parents crazy sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean, parents? You know what I mean? Thumbs up that if you can. <clears throat> Anyways, <laughs> what, what about for you, Joe? What are you looking forward to? Post quarantine. Let's see. Well, around this time of year, I think for me, some of this is built on the, the context of the time of year we're going through. 
um, spring's coming, spring's here, and and the beauty of nature and, and all those things, uh, you know, as it begins to warm up and winter falls further behind, the trees starting to bud and stuff like that. It's that time of year when I want to be outside more and doing things. Mm -hmm. um, and we can do that right now as long as we're careful and, and stay away from people. You know, I, I read an article in the paper, you know, one of the safest places to be might be, you know, out on your boat in the middle of Lake Erie. Um, or Lake Chautauqua or Seneca Lake or, or wherever you go fishing. Just not a cruise liner. Yeah. Um, but, you know, getting there is, is the difficulty, you know, filling up the gas tank of your boat, um, getting, you know, this this equipment you need from the different stores and stuff. Um, that's, that's the difficulty. Um, so maybe, you know, first of all, I'm looking forward to, being able to go, go about those things, um, you know, like, oh, I'm going to stop in at the gas station without being worried that, you know, when I have to pump gas, you know, I got to wear gloves and then take the gloves off and then still scrub my hands and make sure I'm, you know, not touching things. And then if I want to run in the, and grab a pack of gum, I'm not worried. I'm gonna, you know, Okay. I'm going to stand on the other side and wait in line from there. Um, that's one. I think two is being able to go camping being able to get together with people um, and say, Hey, you know, I'm going down the Allegheny state park. Let's grab, you know, you want to come down for the day. I'm grabbing a cabin for a couple nights. Come on down. We'll just have a good time. Be able to sit around a campfire, pull out a guitar, you know, and just enjoy ourselves. And mm -hmm. you know, do those, those things um, leading in the summer. I think, I'm a little bit worried right now because I crave that summer and I crave that, that being outside doing stuff with people. Um, and it's a difficult time to do that because you, I think the, the unknown of when the end is going to come, are we going to be able to get to have those things? You know? mm -hmm. and, and even if the end, you know, does come sooner rather than later, still that thought that you might not be able to do something, you know, it's like, it's summer. I want to go, you know, fishing with my dad and stuff. But I don't want to be afraid, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to. And it's it's fun sometimes when you're fishing. You, know, you wave to the people and stuff like that. To have a conversation with somebody you don't know. Mm. Yeah. Oh, good thoughts. You know, we've got some, some comments here. Mandy said, um, I can't wait for the next in-person fiat and singing along mm -hmm. with everybody. Nice. Mary Florence, well, Teresa says, me too. And then Mary Florence says, getting to hug my papa and talk to him in person. Mm -hmm. Just getting to see everyone and go back to church. Maddie also says, Father Paul, my mom's best friend in Utah watches the St. Greg's 430 Mass on Sundays, and she loves it. I think it's cool that our country is connecting in the faith in this way. Um, and then Teresa says, I'm also happy that it's getting warm out. This would be so much more difficult if we couldn't go outside and go for a walk. I um, totally agree with all of that, but Absolutely. I'm so glad that spring is here. I was walking over um, earlier. I took a picture of the statue with the daffodils underneath it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's St. Francis over there. Yeah. And just being out in the morning, it was, it was just a beautiful day out there you know, to be outside. When I get out of here um, today, I'm just going to go home, and I think we're going to go take the kids out and go burn off some energy and just enjoy some of the day. I'm so looking forward to when it's even warmer out, you know, 
I love the warm weather, you know, just getting outside, especially in the parks. We have a, a, a cork board at home where we have, um, we have a map of Erie County and mm -hmm. the Erie County parks. And so we've been tacking off all of our park visits. And so we have, I think we have five or six more parks to go out of 22. Mm -hmm. So this year we're going to be just crushing those off. Hopefully we get them done in the spring and we'll start working on our, um, you know, state and national parks. But I mean, this is like perfect time to go and do that, you know, providing there's no crowds out there, but getting out there and just yeah. hitting the parks and getting out in, into the fresh air. So it's nice. going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. It's a good thing. And I mean, an interesting side effect of all this is we are home together and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. my, my younger brother goes to school in Meadville, Pennsylvania, Allegheny College. He's home for the rest of the semester. I don't want to waste that. You know, I don't go home a whole lot because I try not to travel too much and stuff like that. So that, that's a little bit hard. You know? But like, it's an awesome thing when we're all home together. And this is an opportunity, you know, okay. However long this lasts, but that opportunity of he is home. If it doesn't last as long as the semester, colleges aren't going back to school. You know? mm -hmm. We could, you know, take some of that time that we normally wouldn't have. Um, and do something good with it. Um, me and my siblings, you know, do something. Go for go for a day trip. Throw some food in the back of the car and go. Yeah, I think it's one of those things not to take anything for granted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like this is a unique time to be with families and you know, uh, families with their kids and and then you with your brother. That's awesome. And your sister too. Right? My yeah. sister. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got a question here. Have you been to Letchworth State Park? Yes, many mm -hmm. times. I love many Letchworth. Times. I, I do too. Winter and summer. That's a great, and fall. And, okay, all four seasons. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, a picture from, uh, my parents can be fun sometimes. Um, sometimes. <laughs> so my dad sent out to, to me and my siblings uh, a picture of him and my mother this past winter, before all this was going on, it was still snowy out. And he goes, where are we? And it's the ice volcano um, that was very small this year at Lechworth, um, right near um, the Glen Inn there, or down the way from the Glen Inn there near the Second Falls, I think. Hmm. Um, just doing that. Um, you know, and, and Lechworth is a unique place. Not only is the Genesee River the um, border of the Diocese of Buffalo for us Catholics. So you can be like, I'm in Rochester Diocese. I'm in Buffalo Diocese. You can't hop across the river, but I mean, you when you drive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can wave to it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, hey, Rochester Diocese. Hi. Um, <laughs> but also the the unique history of that place. Yeah. Um, love the state parks. Mm. They're great. You know what else I'm really looking forward to? I'm looking forward to Ultimate Frisbee Mondays. Oh, oh man. On. And during the summertime, playing with the young adult Catholics out in uh, Delaware Park, Ultimate Frisbee, man, that's my summer schedule. I look forward to Mondays because of it. Mm. I love Ultimate Frisbee. Oh, yeah. I love Ultimate Frisbee. I should go out there and play with you guys. You should. I should. It used to be the youth group game. The youth group game. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. 10 years ago maybe or so. 
Like oh, every no. youth group played ultimate frisbee. I wonder why it has waned so much. You know what? We used to play ultimate frisbee all the time down in the South Towns. Mm-hmm. Right? We, we would get together. We were always playing that or football. Yeah. I come up here to work for St. Greg's, and I'm thinking, oh, it's a natural. Everyone loves playing ultimate frisbee. Tried playing ultimate frisbee here. And actually, we would do that with Ree and the young adults, and we would go down to Delaware. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was everywhere, right? I come here, and I'm like, hey, guys, let's play some ultimate frisbee. Nobody wanted to play ultimate frisbee. So I finally get a game together, right? I finally convinced enough people to put together a game here, just up on the front lawn. And I'm teaching them how to play the game. They hated it. <laughs> they hated it. They, they gave up. We, we weren't even 20 minutes into the game. And a couple of them just sit down in the grass and say, this is stupid. And I'm like, what? What do you guys want to do? Let's get food. I'm like, all right, let's go get food. I mean, we can yeah, get never, food, never but brought... then back on the field, you right, know, you throwing the frisbee around. I gave up. It, it, something in my soul broke that day. And I said, I will never institute another game. <laughs> One of my greatest disappointments of coming first as upon pastoral year and learning that middle school had an ultimate night. I thought that at first I thought that meant it was ultimate Frisbee mm. all day. And I was so stoked. And nothing against Ultimate. I love Ultimate Night. It's a lot of fun. Middle school kids running all around, right? But uh, I thought for sure it was all about Ultimate Frisbee. And that was a disappointment. And then we got to talk Nicole into doing an Ultimate Frisbee night. Nicole. (laughs) I wait a moment. Nicole has tuned in. She's here. Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry, Nicole. (laughs) I love everything that you do. Believe me. (laughs) I'm going to... We got some great answers on parks here. I want to come back to, but okay. uh, Nicole says, "I remember that moment, Adam. Ha ha ha! Us North Towners are not ultimate frisbee fans. Watch yourself, Father Paul. Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the night that disappointed me. It's it's the name. <laughs> it implied something. It implied for, for those of us from the South. I mean, the South. Yeah, the South. The South will rise again. Deep the South." <laughs> Y'all. Ultimate Frisbee is just one of those <laughs> games. I mean, it's, it's kind of like infused into your childhood and your blood then. And it's when you don't have Ultimate Frisbee, it's just like. But it's not only that. Steubenville conferences we would mm-hmm. go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all that was played there. That's yeah. it. That's, that's, that's Nicole, it. Nicole, you should appreciate that. You're a Steubenville. A Stubis. That's right. A Stubis. Okay, man. Frisbee right. golf. That is the um, extension of Ultimate Frisbee. I had, and when I was at Franciscan, nah. I had the Suma in one know. hand and a Frisbee in the nah. other. Ah. Ah. Frisbee golf is fun, but it's different. It is different. It's different. Yeah, I had a bad experience. I was at Chestnut Ridge. I, I was borderline with the game. Chestnut Ridge is one of my favorite parks. Love Chestnut Ridge. Spent who knows how long just exploring out that park. But they used to have a great trail for mountain bikes mm-hmm. where the um, the course is over there. Yeah. That was like my warm-up. It was perfect. You just go strolling down and you come back up. It was an awesome start to hitting up the park. When they put in the course, they put it right on top of my favorite trail. Mm-hmm. 
never been able to really hit it again because there's always somebody there, right? And you're always dodging. And now the trail is all like beat up, you know, all the trees are all marked and everything. But what ruined it, what really put it in the grave for me was I had a disc. I would join my brother out and we were out there with a couple of friends. I threw it, went down into the creek, right? Mm -hmm. The creek, Nicole. It's a creek. Uh, went down into the creek. And I saw it down there. I said, okay, that's where it is. Know exactly where it is. Mm -hmm. But I saw these kids walking, right? And I'm like, ah, they're going right for my disc. So went to go down there. Couldn't find it, right? Uh, now I'm discless. I'm kind of rattling about it a little bit. We get up to the road and we see these kids again. And I go running up to them. I'm like, hey, kid, um, I know that you were down in, in the creek. Did you have or did you happen to find a disc? And the kid's holding my disc, right? And he's like, no, this one's my disc. I'm like, but you were just down in the creek. I think that's my disc. And he's like, no, it couldn't be your disc because this one has an X in it. There was a cut. X into my oh. disc, and he's like, "Yeah, this is my disc because mine has the X clearly." That's rough. Ooh. Now there's other people around. I'm a good Catholic guy. I wanted to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, those discs for disc golf—they're not cheap either. No, not. not cheap. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got some comments here. Um, so Mary Florence says, I can honestly say I have never played. We should have a game this summer for sure. Yes, uh, very yes. slow. Yes. 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 Nicole says, Ultimate it. here at St. Greg's is a legacy, though. Um, legacy brought on by those. <coughs> no, Stephanie no, Williams. Here's the thing. Who, We're not saying Ultimate is not a good thing, not a legacy, it, not a long-running oh, right. great tradition of great youth tradition. ministry at St. Greg's. Mm -hmm. What we're mm -hmm. saying is, one of these days, ultimate needs to be ultimate frisbee because then it's double ultimate frisbee night. So okay, I gotta go, guys. Actually, because I have a meeting. Oh, you so, gotta go. We'll see you, everyone. Stay safe. Stay healthy. God bless. Bye, right. Joe. So uh, we got some actually funny comments here. Okay. Um, and actually, we're getting close to or time here of wrapping things up. I do want to come back to those state parks here in a second. Um, but uh, Kristen says, we should do ultimate Frisbee. I'd learn how to play. Love that. I love that. Nicole says, I would feel the wrath of the children if I changed it. Um, <laughs> and Nicole says, Creek, two E's, makes a long E sound. And Teresa says, well, kid. But then Maddie says, my parents' entire marriage has been my mom trying to get my dad to say creek instead of crick. Oh. Teresa says, it's definitely creek. A crick is something you get in your neck. That's the real stuff of marriage right there. The wow. real stuff. Wow. Wow. <laughs> now, if you ask anybody what Casanova Creek is officially called, it's Casanova Creek. Cas Creek. It's official. Google it. Actually, don't. I don't know what's going to come up. <laughs> but anyways, state parks, we're going to hit that back one more time. We're going to bring this back. You got to, yes. I asked the question, what is your favorite park, county, state, or national? We've got Arches National Park. We have 
Great Smoky Mountains nice. in Tennessee. And a couple other ones, Red Rock. So we got some good ones here. What is yours? Mm, I've been to Yellowstone before, and that I'll always remember for the rest of my life. Uh, so beautiful out there, the mountains, you know, you get Yellowstone has a bit of everything, you know, the beautiful vistas, but then also the geothermal, uh, um, the geothermal things that they have there, you know, the pools, the geysers. It's, man, it's gorgeous out there. Love Yellowstone. I've only been there once, but I, I would love to go on a whole West trip and just, you know, hit a lot of the uh, those national parks out there. Mm. A dream of mine is to go to Yosemite. I would love to see Half Dome and uh, see the waterfall over there. Man, those are definitely two on my, my bucket list of crushing off um i spent time at zion national park mm. wow that was amazing that was amazing that's the one with the red cliffs right yeah uh well they do have red cliffs there everything out that way in utah is is beautiful it's got a lot of red um there's there's a few there's five big ones in utah and i'm being on the spot here i'm not gonna be able to name them but zion the one that you're talking about we didn't go down into the canyons for that. Um, we did some canyoneering um, further down where it was kind of a gully, like a mm -hmm. gulch, you know. Um, so we didn't get to see that. But um, we did take this four by four, like this truck trip down there. And then we were down in this, this gulch. It was awesome. We took this nice long hike through it. Uh, that was super memorable. And then the Grand Canyon we saw as well. Um, and that was spectacular. I'd go back there and just hang out there and love to go down into it. But Leon actually has a pretty cool story of being out in the Grand Canyon and taking a trip down to the bottom. Cool. Yeah, it's a really cool one. Um, so I have a guilty pleasure wish. I want to go to California sometime, rent a convertible, and then just drive the coast all the way from like the north to the south or south to north. Man, and then stop at some of those vistas. That's something that I would love to do. Is that is that highway number one? I don't that, know. When people talk about that, because that 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 is a thing. I think that's highway number one. You uh -huh. just take the trip all the way up. Uh, my brother lives in California right now. He's mm -hmm. stationed out there in the Air Force. Yeah, and it's beautiful out there. You know, he's right on the coast. He's right on the coast at Vandenberg. I'm gonna grow out my hair for that. Out in the you totally should. Oh yeah, we should do a hair off. <laughs> you know, like we did our dad jokes. We, we should just grow out our hair for three years. That'd be awesome. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, day tripper. All right. Well, I think we're just about out of time. We're at 43 minutes. Okay. So nice. um, I think we're gonna wrap up here on our conversation. Coffee list talk and um what we're going to do is maybe close out here in prayer but we'll be back i'll be back in about 45 minutes on the instagram for holy hour so feel free to jump on throw on your inst not instagram i don't know where my head's at youtube live uh no instagram throw on your intentions oh. not instagram throw on your intentions on instagram and we will pray for them at the holy hour. So 
Um, that's what I got for you. Yoke's wagon. <laughs> that's awesome. Father, can you close this in prayer? Sure. Name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, again, we thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the many ways that you provide for us, protect us. We ask that you're with us during this challenging time. Be with our families. Please especially be with those who are suffering, those who are ill. Lord, be with their families. And Lord, we ask that we may be able to look forward to the freedom that you give us through your passion, death, and resurrection as we approach the true one really soon. Lord, you are so good. You are so loving. Give us your grace and give us your love. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Guys, thanks a lot. We'll see you tomorrow, Rosary at 1 o'clock. We'll be back here at Coffee Talk 1.30 and Holy Hour at 3. So see you guys soon. See you, everybody.